Hey y'all, you're listening to episode 142 of Young Black and Opinionated, and I'm your host, Christina Royster. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. This episode will probably be a little shorty. I'll call it a fun bonus episode. I am currently on vacation, so as you're listening to this, I'm probably on a plane somewhere. No flex, no flex, no flex. (laughs) But I really needed a vacation. I couldn't leave y'all hanging though, so I recorded this bonus episode. And today we are talking about a life lesson from a living single episode, so stay tuned. Before I jump into today's main topic, I have to put y'all on. You know what time it is. Put y'all on is the segment of the show where I put my listeners on to my favorite thing of the week. It could be music, movie, food, what have you. Today's Put Y'all On is going to be a television series. I guess it's a docu-series of sorts. Uh, Netflix's The Movies That Made Us. So I didn't realize that season one came out in 2019, so I'll have to go back and watch that. But I was intrigued because uh, an episode of season two that came out just recently was Back to the Future. Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies I know it might seem weird that this 26-year-old black girl's favorite movie is a 1985 pretty much all-white cast. Yeah, it is an all-white cast movie. But movies are movies, and Back to the Future is definitely one of my top five. I just, I've seen that movie so many times. And so the whole point of this Netflix series is they basically do a deep dive each episode about, like, our favorite blockbuster movies, and they tell you how it's made, how it came to be, And season one, they covered Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and Die Hard. Season two, they covered Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, and Forrest Gump. And I learned so much about my favorite movie. I've seen this movie a million times, but I didn't know, you know, the ins and outs about the production. And so first of all, the guys that made it, nobody wanted to pick it up. At first, this movie was not getting picked up. This movie could have not been made. (laughs) I'm so glad they finally did make it. But at first, people weren't really feeling it. And the name changed several times. Not several times. I think the name changed like once. The name was something about visiting Pluto. I don't know. That was weird. I'm glad they didn't go with that. And then um, I I learned so many things. It was mind-blowing, honestly. Like I'm a little movie buff, I guess you could say. I learned that the scene in Back to the Future where the cable catches on fire at the end. That was fake. That was fake flames. Somebody drew those in. And the the producers were like, oh my God, I hated that scene. But I couldn't tell. I'm a kid. You know, it's a 1980 movie. Like, I don't know. And then I didn't even know the most important part about this whole production. They wanted Michael J. Fox from the start. They wanted him to play Marty McFly from the very beginning. But unfortunately... He was tied up with family ties. He was still acting in family ties. So they couldn't get him. So they went with this other guy, and I can't even remember the dude's name, but he was just not a good fit. They kept trying. They literally said on the Netflix series, they were like, yeah, we just thought that if we got a lot of takes, we could just cut them all together and it wouldn't be that bad. But we realized that he was that bad. This poor guy. And so they said that he was just taking the role way too seriously. Like he was acting dramatically when Back to the Future is more of a family comedy action type movie. And so he was just way too serious. He just didn't fit the part. But they wasted like six weeks filming with him. And they finally said, can we please get Michael J. Fox? And so Michael J. Fox, as soon as he saw the script, he was like, yeah, I'm in. And he literally recorded 
Back to the Future and Family Ties at the same time. They said he only got sleep like while he was going between sets. So I just learned so many fun facts about my favorite movie. And if you're into Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, Die Hard. If you love any of those blockbuster classics and you want to learn how they came to be, definitely check out this series called The Movies That Made Us. All right, so today's topic was inspired by episode, season one, episode five of Living Single. The title of the episode is In the Black is Beautiful. And it's called In the Black because Khadijah owed some money. Khadijah was in debt. She was in deep debt. So let me just give you a little back backdrop. You know, I am in my 20s. So when this episode came out, I wasn't even born yet. And I, I remember living single, but I guess I must have been watching reruns or just watching episodes in passing with my mom. I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Like, I know what Living Single is, but I've never actually watched every episode. So I sat down and I started to binge Living Single. And if you're interested, it's on Hulu. And so I started from the very beginning, season one, episode one. And so I made it to episode five. And this just stood out to me because I feel strongly about borrowing money. And so that's what today's topic is. Khadijah basically owed, well, if you don't even know what Living Single is, Khadijah, um, she's a young, you know, black professional. She owns her own magazine, Flavor Magazine. And she owed the production company for the magazine like $2,000. And so she confides in her cousin, Sinclair. We all know Sinclair was the ditzy, loud, not loud mouth, but she couldn't keep a secret. <laughs> Sinclair could not keep a secret at all. And it really annoyed me when I was watching this because I was like, why are you telling her business? So Sinclair is Khadijah's cousin and she is her assistant at the, uh, well now she's the office manager, I think by the, by episode five. So she's like, Hey, what's stressing you out Khadijah? And she's like, okay, between you and me, I owe a lot of money and I don't know how I'm going to pay this. And she was like, I'm gonna figure it out though. Cause Khadijah, you know, is a self-starter. She's very prideful. She doesn't want to ask for help. Of course, Sinclair tells the other ladies they have a roommate, Regine and a friend, Maxine. So, of course, she tells them, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? And Khadijah's mad. Khadijah's like, why would you tell my business? Like, I don't want help from anybody. Please, I can handle this. And that's how I am. I think a lot of us are like that. Most of us are like that. I'm the kind of person, like, I will donate blood plasma before I ask anybody for money. I will, and luckily, I have my mother. My mother is a great support system. I know that. I have the kind of relationship with my mom, I can ask her for money. A lot of people don't have that kind of relationship with their parents. So I'm blessed to have that kind of relationship. But I would never ask my, I wouldn't really ask my best friends for money. I know that I can and I know that they would help me. Just like Khadijah knew, like her friend Maxine was a lawyer, she had the money. Maxine was like, how much? Like, I'll write you a check right now. And I, I just, just like Khadijah, I'm prideful and I would never ask my friends. I don't feel as ashamed to ask my mom. I don't know why. <laughs> So, um, then the ladies decide, all right, we're not going to listen to Khadijah. And I hate when people do that. I hate when people try to take things into their own hands and the ladies decide we're going to have a lingerie party to raise money for Khadijah. And it's just funny that they did this in 1993 because people are still doing this today. You know, just trying to sell Avon or Tupperware or anything. Have a, have a little get together at your house, get people to sign up and, and make some money. And so of course, Khadijah walks in the lingerie party and she's like, why are y'all doing this? I told you not to do this. 
So they're like, all right, like, you're not trying to take our help. Like, what do you want us to do? And so Maxine's like, I will write you a check right now. And Khadijah says, you know, she has a light bulb. And she says, I'm going to consider this an investment into my company. And so I'm not going to act like I'm borrowing money from my friend. That just made made it made her feel better. And, you know, I think we all go through that where we try to, like, sell it to ourselves like oh I'm not borrowing it's just the loan or you know whatever and I think I don't remember how the episode ended oh no before that before she took the check from Maxine Khadijah was trying to sell advertisements in her magazine to make money and one guy was so sleazy he was so he was just a slimy client he basically was trying to sell beer and his advertisement had like naked girls. It was just not the kind of thing that Khadijah really wanted to put her name on, but it would have got her the money she needed. And so she really came close. He wrote a check and everything. And she said, you know what? Void this check. I don't want to, I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want my reputation to go down because I was so desperate that I just took money from the first person that gave it to me. And that was a great lesson right there because like I said, I don't mind, you know, donating blood plasma. Even that, I don't really want to do. I, that's for desperate times, you know. But anything else, I don't really feel comfortable doing. There are plenty of legal, <laughs> legal, morally sound ways to make money out here. I know it doesn't seem like it. I know it's hard to come by. And sure, you can make a whole lot of money on OnlyFans. <laughs> But if you want to keep your dignity intact, there's other ways to make money out here. And so that's when Khadijah was like, all right, I'm not going to work with this guy. I'm just going to take the money from Maxine. And so she took the money and, oh yeah, because Sinclair had this dumb idea where she was like, I know how we can make the money back. We can just sell more magazines. And so I've doubled the order so we can sell more. And Khadijah was like, no, that's going to put us in the black even more. <laughs> Sinclair was such a dummy. And so... She took the money, but what I wanted to say was the whole borrowing money thing, I just personally don't do it. And I don't really like when people ask me for money. My best friends know that I'm here if they need me, but I have definitely had people take advantage of that where they keep coming back to me, asking me. And I'm just like, you don't have any other friends you can ask. The reason people ask me is because they know I'm going to say yes. And that's my problem. I need to learn how to say no. But... One thing that I have learned is if you are going to give somebody some money, make sure you're not going to miss it. My problem is I've given away money and then I'm looking for my money back immediately. Like, cause I'm, I'm broke myself. So why would I give out money when I really don't have it like that? I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to be a good person. Like if you ask me for $20, okay. But if you're asking me and trust me, I have had people ask me for 70, 90, I'm just like, I'm not over here paying your bills and mine, okay? I'll let you borrow like $20. And be clear up front. I'm clapping because this is so, so important. Be clear up front. Every time I borrow money from my mom, I ask her, is this a gift or a loan? Do I have to pay this back or are you gifting this to me? That is very, very important. If you're going to be loaning somebody money, Please be upfront about, I want this money back and I want it back at this time. And I, and, and do you want interest? Okay. <laughs> because people will take their time paying you back. And I hate that. What's even worse. 
then somebody borrowing money and not paying me back is me having to ask you three, four times, when am I going to get my money? If I did borrow money from somebody, I would have a fire lit under me to get it back to them immediately. I don't like when somebody's dragging their feet to get it, give it back to me, or there's always an excuse like, oh, I don't have PayPal. Oh, I got to switch it to my other debit account. I'm not doing all that. If you can't pay me back, you don't need to be borrowing money. You know, you know what I'm saying? So this was just a great life lesson from this episode because it really hit because I have dealt with this recently. And eventually, uh, one of my friends, I, I feel like she kind of stopped asking and I'm glad because that was really straining the friendship money, money problems and owing people money can really strain a friendship can really break relationships. So please be mindful of that. If you are the one borrowing or if you are, you're the one giving, keep this episode of Young Black and Opinionated in mind. Remember what Christina told you. If you don't have it like that, then say no. You can't afford to give it to somebody. And one time I did have to say to somebody, sis, I only have $10 in my account, so I can't even give it to you. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. And yeah, stream Living Single on Hulu. All right, folks, that'll do it for this episode of Young Black and Opinionated. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. And you can follow me, Miss Chris D, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I always forget my social media. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's about it. See you next week. Bye.